Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to just remind you that if you are enjoying the content that we're creating, you're liking the guests and getting something out of it, please like, subscribe and pass it on to all your friends that might find it helpful. And remember that all of this is ultimately so you can learn how to build wealth through property. If you have an existing portfolio or you're looking to start that journey, feel free to reach out to me and the team and we'll find out ways that we can help you. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the next episode. Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy with another episode of Wealthy Wednesday with the lovely TV Rubenath. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm doing very, very well as well. So this is a fun episode because it's um, today we went out and did a bunch of property research. I got to show you my my old neighborhood and stomping grounds. Um, I was born, bred, hung out in Belwood, you know, Stratfield, Croydon Park, Ashfield, Belmore, the sort of inner western suburbs of Sydney. So this is all unfamiliar territory for Tiffy, but very, very familiar territory for me. Um, and we're very lucky. I feel lucky to be able to sell good quality property options in my old neighborhood. Yeah, and you've seen the change. Mm. You were able to tell me stories of how what it used to be and what it is right now. And that's amazing, right? You have seen it since, well, I don't want to say your age, but you've seen the transition for many years. I'm getting more gray, gray, grays in my beard now. Um, so today I want to talk about, talk about Belmore, what's happening with the Sydney Metro, um, the Southwest Bankstown line. Um, it's, it's very interesting because it's coming in by 2026. Is that right? Someone's going to correct me in the comments later, no doubt. But 2026 is when we see this the, the Bankstown um, metro line. And I think it is going to be particularly impactful on that line because you've got train stations like Belmore where it's 13 kilometers roughly, 13 to 15 kilometers out from Sydney CBD. And if you were to draw a line around, you know, a, With a, a, compass. a compass line, you've got suburbs like Strathfield where you've got two bedroom apartments selling for 800. Yeah, when eight. We, we went and checked a week ago and was selling around 800, the two bedroom ones. Yeah, some some even more than that, maybe some even up to a million. And then, actually more than a million. And then you've got two bedrooms in Rockdale and they're 750, 800,000, low 800s. Yeah. And then you've got Belmore. And Belmore is very interesting because you have the train line there, right? Like Rockdale, you don't have that easy train line as you have with Belmore. You do, but it's not the same because it hasn't got the upgrade that the Metro is mm. going to have, which is so, so important. You've got um, two bedroom apartments in the development that we're working on that are 650,000. So there's like $150,000 arbitrage, which for arguably the same distance between this suburb and the CBD. But this suburb has a significant um, upside or upswing because of the metro rail line. 100%. And what the metro is bringing is frequency. So once the metro is completed, you'll see on rush hour trains every or metros every four minutes. 
and that will in, include more than double the amount of trains you currently have right now, right? That's massive. Hundred percent. That is massive because it it just means that the amount of people that you can try uh, that can jump on and off this this train line increases dramatically. Um, it increases the connectivity between Belmore and all the other rail stops because people forget they think that it's just into the city, but I want to get to Marrickville as well. Yeah. Have you been to Marrickville? It's a beautiful suburb. You've got so many Vietnamese places, all these cool eclectic bars. You can also go to Waterloo, which is right on the edge of Redfern. The whole area is gentrifying. You can also go into straight into Pitt Street. With the metro, it's it's the advent of connectivity. You've got all of these rail lines that are into themselves beautiful, growing suburbs. And it's going to feel a lot more European in my perspective. There will be, a, to me, I, I don't know, it's very hard to project, but there will be a lot more Newtons and Marrickvilles. Yes. So basically, whenever you think about that hip, cool place to go out for dinner, there will be way more options, right? With a growing population, that's what you want. You mm -hmm. want people to have more alternatives. And being able, like parking... Um, around those areas like Newtown, Marrickville, it's not easy. Nightmare. It's a nightmare, to be honest. So being able to jump on a train and think I don't have to be bothered with parking in 10 minutes, I can be there. That's amazing. What else is important is I was pointing out to Tiffy, for you, those of you that are familiar with Canterbury, Canterbury Road, a lot of those suburbs along that corridor, um, the there's a bit of a lack of active retail precincts. And what I mean by that is you kind of drive by and there's a lot of older, not so nice suburbs, a lot of, you know, retail precincts. And the reason why is because it lacks intensity. It lacks people. It lacks a lot of vibrancy. It's because you can't park your cars easily along that main road. And for the longest time, there wasn't a lot of density. There wasn't towers. People are scared of towers. Sorry to interrupt you, Tiffy, but but when you have towers, you have density, and when you have density, you have people coming out of the tower, buying stuff, going and getting coffees, going and getting cakes, you know, drinking, eating, buying clothes. You get that Newtown Surrey Hills vibe. And and the vibe is really important. We went from seeing shops that looked dated with no place to park, not not really going anywhere, and was we were kept going on that road. Canterbury Road, and mm -hmm. um, we suddenly went into Belmore, and it, it as you getting closer, it gets getting better and better, right? Like so, we we took a turn right. Mm -hmm. Can't remember the street. Belmore Road. Belmore, yeah, exactly. And everything changed. Like from that street, you you make two blocks in towards the train station, and every single bakery, cafe have um, places to lunch we have um, an, we had an amazing lunch we tested the area yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had an amazing burger but it all makes the difference and I was saying like I would happily walk at night without feeling afraid of anything to be honest it feels safe it feels like a place where I want to be walking mm -hmm. and I'm happy to do th those three blocks to the train station that's right so I, I love this because already it's a great thriving little hub you've got as you said all the places you want to eat dine and have fun at 
But with the rail line extension or with the changes to the rail line, with the increased frequency to the city, you're just going to see, I believe, increases in the property prices as um, James from Luti Consulting discussed with us in one of our previous podcasts. Go and listen to that. But then also you get activity, you get retail trade, you get more people, you get vibrancy. And that's um, referencing Stephanie Polito. So shamelessly, go have back, uh, go back and listen to one of our other previous podcasts where Stefan talks about why Surrey Hills is such an amazing spot and why Rushcutters Bay and all these areas are so good. It's because of the retail trade. It's because of people. We like people. We like energy. Um, so what I wanted to point to there is we often talk about our, our methodology for picking good area is pies, populate increases in population, spending and in infrastructure, employment, and then supply. So with Belmore, let's address some of them. Yeah. Population increases aren't so so important when you're going to sort of the inner city locations because the main driver is the CBD. It's the proximity to the CBD. We already are receiving tons of migrants in Sydney in general and more and more people working in the city city every day so there is no concern that the population will keep growing right that's exactly right we get thousands and thousands of migrants that come into the to Sydney in particular um, and they move to the more affordable desirable locations and that's the reason why we look for properties that are underneath the median sale price yeah then you look investments in infrastructure We've got one of the largest, most uh, the unprecedented levels of investment going into this metro. And that's what the Sydney metro is to us. There's a lot of other projects in the millions and billions, mm -hmm. but the Sydney metro is the one that we consider will affect people's lives the most and will make these suburbs more connected. Yes, because it's a step towards this um, you know, uh, global city. Sydney is evolving. It's becoming a global city. It's becoming a... It's not New York because we haven't got the population. It's not London because we haven't got the population. But it's becoming of that elk and of that size and standing because of the connectivity. Um, and then we've got employment. And again, linked to the Sydney CBD and surrounding areas. And yes, there there's other areas that are also bringing a lot of employment. Like when we see around, for instance, Central and the health precinct, but none of those areas will have the impact that the Sydney CBD will have, right? Correct. So the the, the underlying premise behind, behind Belmore and why we're liking the developments that we're looking at there is its proximity to the CBD and the speed at which you'll be able to get into the CBD and connectivity into the CBD after the metro comes in. And then lastly, it's supply. It's about picking good quality supply Make sure that you're monitoring how many what how many units are coming into the market at any given time. Making sure that you're purchasing it at a great price through reputable company. It's all the things that relate to what you're physically purchasing. Now today we went to a really nice development. We went and you could see quality wise the moment we walked in. I said it's a pleasant surprise because it it looked amazing. It mm. absolutely looked amazing from floors to ceiling. What I particularly enjoyed the most about this uh, place was how much light was coming into the apartments mm. and that to me gives me freedom i don't know i would i, w I was saying i would live here mm. that's important so we're talking investments we talk about picking right markets but then when tiffy and i are talking about the investment it's all emotion 
You open the door, we turn to the right, we op- look into the living room, floor to ceiling glass windows that um, covered 180 degrees almost. Uh, you had the kitchen that opened up into the living room. Um, the tile or the floors was a really nice tile that looked like a wood, but not in a tacky way. Um, the elevators were finishing a nice brass. You had different comments on brass and gold, but I thought it was pretty elegant and nice. Lots of natural stone. It's a lot of the nice features and detailings that you see in high quality developments that have been delivered well in product that is 650, 700,000. And when we talk about supply, um, understanding how close it is to the bus stop, to the train station, to the shops. The schools. The schools just across the street. There is a big school, but also the shops that will be on the bottom part. Yes, the Super IGA. Yeah. That was cool. Even even because the way that the buildings wrapped out, I keep on talking. Sorry, Tiffy, no but it, it's it's like a piazza. So if you if you've been to Florence or if you've been to Barcelona, the the it was traditional in a concept. It was only four four or five stories high. It was wrapped around a quad a quadrangle where you've got school a uh, kids play equipment, tastefully done, and then on the bottom level you've got retail which was being leased as we speak. And they've got an anchor tenant for a super IGA on the underground or the ground floor. And just from a convenience point of view, yeah. last night I was working in my property and it was 10.30 at night, hungry, needed to get something to eat, had to jump in the car and go for a drive and find some food. But this is mad. You can go from your apartment. Yeah, downstairs, lift, and you're shopping. Like convenience is, is a big thing. So I, I thought the whole area, and especially for me, it's the having alternatives, right? Walking distance alternatives. Yes, if you're going to be doing a big shop, you might jump in a car, but having alternatives close by is always a plus. So again, all these things that we're talking about, these are qualitative. This is the stuff that you feel touch and it feels good when you get there. And this is important for investment because when you've bought your property and you're looking to lease it out to someone, they're going to walk into your apartment or into your house and say, wow, this is nice. Oh, there's so much light. Oh, wow, the IGA is downstairs. Oh, the bus stops across the road. The schools across the road. We can walk down to the new metro. It's only 20 minutes from work. It's all of this stuff that starts ticking off in their brain. They say, I'm willing to pay $20 more for this. Yeah, and and you will, like it or not, you're competing against other units for for rental and if yours is the nicer new looking one that has an amazing location the most convenience it high quality ducted air conditioning exactly it's like yeah it it ticks almost every single box if not everything and maybe the ones that doesn't tick is because of an emotional decision or someone wanting something different right you you will never cater for a hundred percent of people but you're making sure that you are reaching the most number of people which reduces your risk so this is an interesting thing that i want to talk about right now and that is in the space that tiffy and i play in the way that we service and work for our clients is we only sell brand new property okay and um, we do that we get paid by the developer and that's how we keep our, our ourselves living that's how we pay the bills but in, in our environment, off-the-plan sales, and I've got, I'm doing inverted commas with my fingers right now, 
is it's an interesting space. And for many, many years, for the past couple of years, actually, people have been scared because you have to wait before you can go and see the property or wait until you can go and buy it because you pay a deposit, you wait till the end, and then the property's there. And that's the pros and cons. Some people rather wait so that they can save more money and some others want things right away. They want it now. Yeah. So if you're one of those people that um, wants brand new property, wants something, but now you're at a very, very lucky point of the market where there is completed stock that is brand new that you can go out, touch, feel, see, look for the view for yourself and um, get that. This is a very, very small window of opportunity. This happens for only at times after we've had a crash in the market and developers are sitting on leftover stock where normally it sells all off the plan. In fact, in 2014, 15 and 16, for many, many weekends, we were selling developments in a weekend. Yeah. You put it up, 100 units gone in a weekend, maybe in a couple of weeks. We're now in a part of the market where there's residual stock or apartments that are left over. So we can be picky. Yeah. And and there will always be people who will want something that is ready to go. So this is that opportunity. So for all of you that are out there sitting on the fence and you want to have a look at some newly completed stock that's close to a train station, that's got the upside of the, the metro, come and have a chat to myself or Tiffy, submit a wealth score, and someone's going to contact you from our office and we'll talk to you and help you out. Also, I want to talk about our wealthy event. Awesome. Go for it. So we had an event just last week. It was awesome. We got to cover a lot of new material talking about what's happening in the market, where we see it in the next couple of months or next year, what happened last year, what's happening in political environment, how we choose property, different areas that we chose. Last, The last event, we're talking about um, particularly house and lands and yeah. the western suburbs of Sydney and sort of the, the, um, the airport. This next event is on the 1st of... April. April. Thank you, Tiffy. Um, we're doing it here at the Commons. We're going to keep it as a nice, tight team of or group of about 30 to 40. We're limiting the ticket sales. Um, we have Mustafa coming in to talk from Sydney, Western Sydney Business Chamber talking about investments. We're going to have Theo Chambers, the CEO or the founder of Shaw Financial, the fastest growing, one of the largest privately owned mortgage broking businesses is going to teach us how to get into the market early and how to get your finances in tip-top shape. And we're going to have Reese Morgan from um, Boston Marketing. Now, Reese works very, very closely with Pace and Pace is probably one of the best property developers in Australia. They're creating an incredible development called Melrose Park. And one of the previous podcasts we did, we actually interviewed him to talk about a lot of the green technology they're using. So come in, listen to Reese. He's got a lot of really cool, interesting things to talk about. And um, we'd love to see you there. Yeah, so again, I think events are for those people who are wanting to do some research and sort of not knowing where they're standing and they're, they're trying to understand what they actually want. Mm -hmm. This is a great um, opportunity to hear from experts and start deciding, yes, I want that. No, I don't want that. Mm. I think that's a great opportunity. So again, if you want to participate of the event, it's on the 1st of April, 6 p.m. You mentioned the Commons. That's where our office is. It's in a Chippendale. In Chippendale. It's a co-working space and a lovely place and where we have our podcast recording studio and and yeah you can reach out to the team and book your tickets awesome 
Is there anything else that we need to cover today? I think that's it. So that was another episode of Wealthy Wednesday. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you liked it, then leave a little like, leave a comment, send it on to some of your friends. I'm sure there's some helpful tidbits that you can pass on to some friends or relatives. Thank you, Tiffy. Thank you. We'll see you all soon.